Welcome to Dustress. Keep your dice rolling, your hit points counted, and your magic flowing. Buckle up, travelers. You're in for a ride. We'd like to thank our patrons. Brian Bridges, Don Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Robin Mims, Thomas Wayne Haley, Tim Demuse, and Undead Fish. We'd also like to honor the memory of Wesley Sullivan. And now, let's get to the story. Okay, so before we get into story, does anybody want to say anything, have any shout outs they would like the public to know? If you want more Sean and Tracy, check out my Starfinder podcast, Hex Grid Heroes. <laughs> That's about all I got. <laughs> if I had anything, I can't remember. Actually, I do have shit to plug because this was recorded months ago. And we've got other stuff going on, too. Of course, you're here listening to Dustrous. We've got Eterna going on as well. We've also started a new little podcast over on Anchor called An Eldritch Dream Games Talks. Right now, it's only got a couple episodes, but I'm looking to expand that as time goes on. And personally, I'm open for commissions. You want podcast editing? You want Monsters for Pathfinder 1 or 2e made? Items? Encounters? Hazards? items, special mechanics, you name it. Pathfinder 1st Edition or 2nd Edition, I got you. I also do logos, banners, stuff like that on commission. And go over to eldritchdream.itch.io and pick up one of our PDFs. Maybe you'll find something you like. I guess that's it for the shameless plug. Thank you. Bye. I just thought I'd give y'all the opportunity. Mm-hmm. But I also got the high, high praise of I didn't fuck up anything on this episode. So. <laughs> Good job. Uh, yeah, all all of my patrons are your patrons. So thank you for <laughs> everyone supporting each other. <laughs> you did good. <laughs> it's nice to be part of a circle of love. Yes, it is. Now, seriously, though, we have been real lucky in that account. It's like... Great, great circle of people that have found each other and support each other and love each other. And mm-hmm. it's just an awesome, awesome thing. Yay, community. Yee. And what is that? What has just showed up in that chat? Is, that is uh, adorable. It's a clip art Cthulhu. It's, it's adorable. I need that to be made into an emoji. That is adorable. Uh, I'll see if I can get the base image. <laughs> All right, so last time y'all had gone to Russell's grand opening and everybody had a fun time, except for Rick, who just has this, uh, I don't know, this this rule in his life that he's not allowed to have fun or something. Ever since he fucked those two chicks on the ship, he hasn't had any fun. Right. I, I He just is like grumpy all the time. I don't know. But uh, he did have a meeting with Mal afterwards. So, uh, I did. Yes, he did. And I don't think he had fun with that either. He just, I don't think Rick has fun. <laughs> but Rickard seemed to have a good time. Yeah. And, uh, Russell gave y'all some gifts so that, uh, since he cannot go with you initially when y'all set off into the world, uh, he can still be helpful in some way. Y'all had a sweet little meeting, all the heart. So, we are now going to skip ahead a few days uh, so that y'all have had time to kind of prepare and, and ready yourself some. Um, and Rick can get clearance from Daddy Vampire during that time to leave the area. Mm-hmm. So we're going to say it's been about a week and we will begin with Brickard waking up and maybe Rick might possibly emerge from his basement. Who knows? Perhaps. <laughs> All right. So, Brickard, darling. Yes. You wake up in the morning and you step outside and you take a picture. And, and Sean is fired. Hard. So if you can hop over into LCP and get Brian to come play Rick for us. <laughs> I was waiting for him to say, oh, I thought I was muted. No. <laughs> <laughs> you no, did that shit and you own it. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. Brigard wakes up uh, alone. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Well, I mean, there are options if you don't want to wake up alone. No, no, that's fine. No, I, I'm, I'm making my option by saying I, uh, Brigger wakes up alone. Uh, another day. It's been uh, about a week since the party. He's, he's been a busy boy, craft, uh, wood carving. He's, he's been going over uh, each day and just you know chipping away a little bit and then making sure he cleans it all up so the uh, clientele isn't uh, disturbed by his progress so he'll probably do that at night at some points and um but is there this... anything in particular he would have done to prepare for this trip that y'all are about to embark on are you asking me if you want to hand wave the darlena conversation or do you want to have that okay. uh, no you can have you, you you certainly have that conversation but i didn't know if you were going to be prepping any pre-made spells or things of that nature <laughs> that was the other homework I should have done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just make it up as you go along. It's okay. Yeah. Nobody will know. Yeah. Uh, he did prepare. Um, he he has. Uh, he, he's got uh, a, a series of coins, but they're all made of wood and they're all uh, dark black with red uh, engravings on them. And those are all of his inflict wounds healing spells for Rick on their travels. So he's got a series of those. Awesome. Uh, he's got a series of uh, silver coins for himself for actual healing. Um, Good choice. You can just reach into a pocket and know by feel whether it's a Rick exactly. coin or a Brigard coin. Exactly. Smart uh, man. <laughs> much smarter than Brigard. Uh, yes. <laughs> so he, he definitely has that prepared. Uh uh, over the last week, uh, Rick and him have had conversations and, you know, reminiscing on uh, their their past adventures. He is now committing himself more to having these items prepared. So he'll have specific pouches that he's he's designated for his own keeping, basically utility belt of, you know, where to reach for what kind. So he's got a he didn't go crazy. He doesn't want to be uh, jingling when he's trying to stealth across the plains or anything like that. Right. But he's definitely got the two pouches for healing, and he's got just a couple utility spells prepared. Um, I'm imagining Brigard with, like, a bandolier that has little sl- slots with different spells in it. <laughs> a little bit of a bandolier, yeah. That's not that's not too far off. He's uh, uh, He doesn't... He's not too worried about sort of weather. He's, he's dealt with basically all the extremes of weather in his life. So he's not too concerned about uh, protection and he's got magic. So uh, his armor's all good. He's making sure his weapons have been sharpened. Uh, yeah. So, um, so yeah, he spent the week uh, making sure all of his armor and weapons are in good repair. He hasn't had to use them really since the big fight. So he wants to make sure nothing has, you know, gotten dinged or anything like that. So he spent the week, repairing mending his stuff making sure all of his clothes are in good repair for the journey ahead and he's just been enjoying the the calm before the inevitable storm all right rick what have you been up to for the past week mostly i have been not thinking about what i should have been doing um (laughs) train uh i i've mostly been training uh for for my my don't kill people uh blood sucking bit that's a good thing to do been going around acquainting myself better with the various town folk all right and uh since you have been w- busy working on pdfs and not giving it much thought may the dm suggest that you spend some of that time having uh kind of trained your new simulacrum that's going to be taking your place while you're gone yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I will also have, have trained Rick Ulacrum in in the new ways of the Rick. And <laughs> uh I'll also um working on in, in his basement, working on uh better warding his arcane repository in multiple ways. Okay. But, well, I didn't know if there was anything in particular you were going to do based off the conversation you had with Mal or not. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm having to think back on it. Yeah. Okay. So two things. Uh, one, I would like to try and spellcraft a spell. Uh, just a very powerful abjuration spell. I'm going to say ninth level, but, and it's got a very niche use. Uh, 
as it charges all of the inscribed wording in the arcane repository at once. Okay. So it's basically like protect circle of protection versus evil, planar anchor, uh, and um. Da, 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 da. Now, ninth level spell is going to cost you an awful lot of hit points to have out there, isn't it? I, I'm not enchanting it permanently. It's I'm making the spell so that I can cast it and be done with it, like uh, okay. when I need to use it. Not like okay, it's not something you're leaving up somewhere for right. immediate activation. I, right. I've designed. I've further designed my room to accept this spell. Okay, so. How difficult is it for you to cast a ninth level spell? Um, it sucks up 72 hit points of my 85 hit points. Okay. Ooh. So, and you're going to try to, to craft this, this spell yourself. This is not a spell that's pre-established. So I need you, uh, to make the will save. All right. Cause Do that is what it? we use in this. Do I get a bonus from my arcane repository? Not to your will save. <laughs> That's an 18 plus. Basically, we are assuming uh, that you can do the crafting part because the way magic works in this, it's enforcing your will into this new spell that you know nothing <laughs> about. All right. So I got a 21. That's good enough. Okay. Good, because that's my and second worst What was save. the second thing you wanted to do? Uh, the second thing I wanted to do is, after having done this, uh, summon probably three or four more cacodamons and kill them. <laughs> like, not even worried about, um, like, talking with them this time. I'm just going to fry them the moment they come through. And if I can actually set it up to where as soon as something comes through, it is just immediately deadified, I will. Are you going to be doing this on your own or are you going to recruit help in case something goes wrong? Um, get, given the nature of this, I, I would ask Mal if he will help just to, just to make sure. Okay. Then I want you to call higher low to see if there are any problems. Okay. Where is it? There it is. All right, you're good. Nothing okay. backfires on you. All right. So, do I get any more soul gems? Uh, how many of them did you summon? Uh, I will roll a d6. Four. All right. You get three more. E. All right. So, I have four of those. Those are coming with me. Um, are they the same grade and all that? Yeah, they're just low grade. Now, what I have found interesting about everything you had to say is Rick, the uh, the boy who hates fun, was out socializing and getting to know the townspeople. Yes, he was out getting to know people. Because he realized he hasn't really done that. <laughs> All right. Is there anyone in particular you would be trying to get to know? Probably getting more acquainted with like the shopkeepers first and stuff like that. So right. the, the lady that runs the general store and Zelka, Zelka, and uh, kind of like moving out from that point and just making his way outward. Okay. Uh, not I necessarily just, going and making friends with all the farmers and everything. But. Right. I just try to keep track of who y'all are friendly with and who y'all are acquainted with and things of that nature. Okay. Alrighty. So now that we know what y'all have been doing for the last week, what is everybody up to this morning? Where are you going? Who are you talking to? What are you doing? I'm going to be... Uh, I assume that at this point we've pre-established that we're leaving soon. Yes, y'all have pre-established. I figured y'all are going to be leaving the next day. Okay. So I am going to be putting my shit together and making sure I have everything I need. All right. 
Burger, darling, what are you doing? Uh, same thing. He's going to gear up, have everything. Uh, well, this is the day before the leave. So, yeah, he won't be fully geared up, but he will have a, a basic weapon on him. But his full armor, he his uh, he's not going to be wearing his apron around town today, but he's got his full armor up. Uh, just walk, he'll walk around town with the scimitar, but he's not going to have like the full bardiche, the full compound bow and all that. But he is going he's kind of starting to get more alert and knowing that tomorrow is the day they head out. He's just getting in the practice of it and he's going to uh, clear up his stuff, look around his shop, you know, make sure everything's all good to go. And then he's going to go. Uh, I think he's going to meet up with Rick for uh, another breakfast at the inn. OK, well, would you leave out uh, your house this morning? on your way to go knock on Rick's door and try to remove him from the basement. I hope you brought your forklift. Um, <laughs> I'm not I'm not in the basement putting my <laughs> shit together. Thank you very much. Uh, Bara, the lady who runs the stables, will run up to you. Uh, you'll hear her call from across the road and she'll jog over and she'll be like, uh, Brigard. Uh, good morning, Bara. What can I do for you this morning? Uh, well, it's more about what I can do for you, I think. Um, a strange man came by last night and dropped off a horse that he said belonged to you. I don't remember ever owning a horse before. I don't remember ever seeing a horse like this before. Did they give a name of the person who dropped nope. it off? No name. He said you would know who it was from. Uh intrigued um i was about to have breakfast could you can you care for the horse for a, a moment while i see to my friend uh, the horse is fine it's in the stables um i just wanted to catch you and let you know it was here you know what i don't think rick even eats anymore i will see to this horse now all right <laughs> And she will lead you back over to the stables. Okay. And uh, you can see that uh, there's several stalls with horses in them, but she leads you past that and past a few empty stalls to the back, where inside is this solid black horse with fiery hoofs and tails and mane. Very, very obviously touched by your god or a similar one. Oh, cool. So I don't have to do a, an intelligence check right off the bat. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was seeing that and seeing the glow. Yes, I do believe that that is one that belongs to me. Uh, how much do I owe you for stabling? Uh, he paid when he dropped it off. You don't have to worry about that. Did he leave a note? No, no. He said you would know who it was from and would make good use of it. So I took his word for it. Yes, a very old friend. Thank you, Bara. And uh, he's going to go up to the horse and uh, extend a hand out to uh, run its hand through his mane. Yeah, uh, this horse immediately uh, responds to you as if you had been bonded with it for a long time. Like, I mean, you're familiar with working with animals. Mm -hmm. So like, it might strike you as a little unusual that this horse just seems to recognize your presence. Uh, he'll go up. Uh, does it have barding on it? No, it doesn't have anything on it. Though it's uh, not even wearing like a halter or a tie or anything. Okay, uh, so good. He's fine with that too. He'll he'll take it out a ways and um, hop on. All right. So Rick. Yes. Yeah. While Brigard is out riding this horse, what are you doing? So I think uh, he will collect all of his crap. Uh, put it in his backpack. He he's opted to wear uh, one of the special sets of clothes that uh, Zav made for him. Uh, that's a little more plain, uh, dark. Uh, you know, less bells and whistles with like. He don't want to look too flashy. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't want to have shiny metal bits on him when he's trying to sneak. Uh, <laughs> so, so something a little more down dress uh, and dark. And he's got both of his masks. He's got the amulet. Uh, 
the goblet, uh, the other amulet, uh, the one that uh, Russell gave him, and uh, his cloak, uh, which given it's daytime, he will be wearing and hood up. Put all the stuff in his backpack. He will be dropping several of his books into casts of magic chest uh, for uh, quick sorting and retrieval at a later point should he need to return. Uh, but he's also packed a handful of books that he's collected from both uh, his own collection and Gav's collection on everything he can find about souls and necromancy. And also he, he's got like two books probably on just vampires and stuff like that as he is wanting to and has probably been reading a little bit on that. All right. I think we should just uh, take a moment to reflect on what a good character Rick has become. Go ahead. And that he's packing all that shit up. He's grabbing his pack, his weapons, um, and he's he's headed out. Uh, he will be he will be telling uh, Baldrick and Alec um, that he will be uh, going for now to uh, listen to. Zav's instructions uh, should they okay, be You realize y'all are not leaving leaving till the next day. Oh. Brigger just wanted to have breakfast with you. Okay. <laughs> well, still, I'm telling them they should listen to Zav. Okay. Uh, and then I will go in search of Brigger. Alright, so Brigger is would be really hard to miss at this point. He is uh, riding around in front of the houses, basically. Um, on a fiery horse. I feel like that's something you don't miss. As uh, Burger uh, goes barely past, as Burger goes barely past, hi, Rick. <laughs> Good morning, Rick. So, question: What is the speed of this horse? Uh, Don, do you know? Uh, look at the template right quick and see if it got a speed adjustment or not. I don't know the base, but it's a plus fifteen. Yeah, so this um. is a bit quicker than a normal horse. Well, if you're barreling past at a, I'm looking up the base speed, at 65 feet, I am just barely faster than that. So I will keep, I will keep up and be like, what the fuck? My benefactor left this for me at the stables, apparently. I, I believe we have transportation for the road ahead. Well, you can slow the fuck down, Brigger. Yes, of course. And uh, he, he'll he'll kind of he'll slow down and just uh, a slow, uh, fiery uh, trot. <laughs> oh, he is hot to trot right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's he's just going around and he's uh, just getting a feel for uh, uh, riding this beast. And before he wasn't like terrassing through town. He was he was just getting a feel for it. He wasn't uh, trying to be a menace at all. Intentionally, anyway. Rickard has a new toy. Yeah. Good morning, Rick. How how are you today? Was it a productive night? I got another gem, so, yeah. You have gems? Yeah. Uh, soul gems. I'll fill you in at breakfast. Very well. And uh, he'll uh, go back to the stable, uh, dismount, uh, and walk back. Um, before we leave, perhaps we should uh, obtain some saddlebags. I don't think they'll burn up on on there. Uh, we may want to be careful about that anyway. I think I can figure something out. Uh, you always do, Rick. Okay, so yeah. I have, a, I have a spell I can cast that can hold our bigger crap for us, and I can call it back. It was snapping my fingers. Excellent. What do you have in mind for breakfast? Uh, whatever you want. I'm not going to do much eating. <laughs> Brigard will smile to himself knowingly. He called it. <laughs> go towards the inn. <laughs> All right. So y'all go to the inn. The inn is run by uh, which of the twins? Amelia. Yes. Amelia is behind the counter. And there are a few folks in here that have gathered for breakfast. 
Um, you will have noticed over the past week that uh, with the uh, new gambling hall open at Russell's place, that uh, it seems to be a favorite pastime in the evening for a lot of the farmers and such in town. Uh, so there are fewer that fewer of them up early in the morning for breakfast uh, <laughs> coming into uh, coming into the inn anyhow. But uh, there are there are a lot more of their wives and stuff that seem to gather and socialize there in the morning. Question: Does is Rick still getting uh, dirty looks from a bunch of people? <laughs> still a few um the if you'll remember the the crowd that was very upset with you tended to be the fathers uh you there, there weren't like the moms out there with pitchforks so much um, All right. i would say you definitely will make a sense motive i make a sense motive with my shiny new heavy dice Sense motive. Damn, it's way the fuck down here. Okay. That's going to be... Uh, 35. Okay, yeah. So, you definitely get the impression that most of these women don't, like, want you to come and sit next to them. But they're not trying to start any trouble with you either. Then I am neither trying to sit next to any of them or start any trouble either. I go sit down somewhere with Brigard. But... Regardless, Amelia is happy enough uh, to see you, and and she will welcome you to uh, the inn and uh, find a table for you and be like, uh, "What do you want for breakfast this morning, Brigard?" Uh, whatever you have ready is fine with me, Amelia. Just standard breakfast. All right, bacon and eggs. It is. She'll go off in the back and come back a few minutes later with a plate. And you'll probably notice that uh, she's rather fond of Brigard. He made the toy chest for her and everything. So he gets like extra bacon and an extra biscuit on his plate and such as that. Excellent. Brigard is pleased. <laughs> <laughs> so you have your breakfast and Rick has promised you a conversation about gyms. Uh, so <laughs> Brigard will be uh, just... He, he's he's picked up a trick or two over the last uh, month or so, but he's he still doesn't have the finest of table manners, probably. He's just shoveling food in. So in between bites, and I'm not going to ASMR eating the listeners, <laughs> but uh, he'll, he'll ask Rick to uh, just beckon him. So, gems, you are crafting gems? You're, are you Are you mining in the middle of the night, Rick? Uh, I guess you could say it's a type of mining. I have to pull them out of monsters, so. You have to pull them out of what? I'm sorry, I was chewing. Monsters. Daemons, specifically. Cacodaemons. You're pulling gems out of living beings? No, they're dead. You are hunting living things and harvesting their gems? And he's going to look <laughs> down at his waist? Uh... Oh, I'm summoning them, not hunting them. Uh, but yes, killing them, harvesting them. Summoning, you are pulling them from one plane of existence to ours to slaughter them and harvest their gems? Yeah. Are, is that... Like, Brigger is perplexed as hell right now as to, like, should I turn you into the authorities now? Or? <laughs> These things, uh, they eat souls. They're they're from a place where souls are sent to die. So, These are evil things. Yeah. Okay. That's marginally better, Rick. But these gems, what do they do? What purpose do they serve? They hold souls. Why are you in need of souls? I'm trying to figure out something. There's some magic that I can do, but... I'm not sure how to make it work. I need materials to work with in that uh, in that sense. And these gems are formed from coalescing souls. Are there no books on this? Are you the first to think of this? 
there are some books and I've got a few, but what I'm wanting to do isn't in any books. I need to figure out how to take pieces off. Take pieces off what, Rick? These uh, souls, these gems, maybe if I can make it work that way. If it's any consolation, Rick, they or goddammit, drink. Um, <laughs> if it's any consolation, Brigard, uh, the souls in the gems are just as bad as the monsters that made them. You can tell this? Well, these creatures are from their plane where you are sent if you're if you belong there when you die if we're to at least believe the way that religion and souls works here you go there and you either become one of the monsters or they eat you and Brigard's just chewing and chewing the food and chewing the words over just this is all terrible is your basement filled with the bodies of these creatures you summon I've only got four and they're not particularly big or no I've only got five and they're not particularly big I need to fix that I have one more corpse than I put in my inventory that sounds lovely still deliberating what to do with the bodies but they're only like this big and he like holds up his hands and they're like maybe the size of a children's volleyball that just makes it seem worse you're killing these little (laughs) tiny things ripping them open you're a bad man uh, <laughs> just finishes his meal, drinks deeply of whatever beverage is probably milk. He's fine with milk. They have it on tap. And you think this is important for the journey ahead? It's for something else, but it may be important, yes. Is it something I should consider doing? I've been taking to enchanting things. And- no, you're a divine caster. It's different. This is for arcane. It has to do with that. I see. I'm glad I chose Divine then. I don't think you did. It kind of chose you. I'm glad Don chose Divine. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) I'm an idiot. And as he was talking about that, and uh, he was uh, running his hand along uh, his chest, and he has uh, in in kind of pockets in his armor, his vestments, he's got... uh, He's got stuff he's enchanted, and uh, over the last week, uh, I will say now what I've enchanted. I made I already said yeah, okay, so I said some, but so what he did was he made uh, five cure moderate coins made of wood that were blackened with the red. He made regular five inflict mod were the wood ones. The metal ones were cure mod. Uh, two darkness stones, two zone of truth stones, um, and he was a little hesitant about the beads, but he made some beads thinking back to the uh, devastating effect they had in the uh, battle with the slavers. He has a bead of fireball, wrathful mantle, and vengeful comets. Ooh, nice. So uh, he'll tell Rick all this, that he spent his week being busy too, crafting and preparing himself. So tomorrow is the day we depart. Is there anything you wanted to do today before we left this behind? Hmm. Not particularly. If you got anything in mind, I've got all my stuff put together. Just say our goodbyes, I guess. And Mal gave you leave to depart. You're not leaving on bad terms or foolishly Gav. trying to sneak. Gav, not Mal. Mal's not the one that keeps me here. I don't have to drink. You don't have to drink because it's NPCs. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's, I, that's fair. Uh, and your Ricky Lacrum, it has been given its tasks? Yes, he's been trained and set up to do what he needs to do. Baldrick and Alec have been set to listen to Sov. Have we heard anything from the genie, the djinn? Mm, nothing. Well, that's probably a good sign. Agreed. Overall, I'd say the place is... Pretty, pretty well defended for now. And Russell will be here to protect the town once we've left too, so I don't feel uneasy about leaving the town unprotected. Not to mention Zav, Gav, Mal's back. And at this point, I don't feel like we were actually all that needed. Uh, is, is Rick wearing a mask right now? No, 
And he looks alive because he's oh, wearing the right. amulet. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, we make our way around town, say our goodbyes, and uh, before we head out, gather up some rations for the road ahead. I don't know what game there will be on the way, so it wouldn't hurt to stock up our. Well, it wouldn't hurt me to stock up my stores of food. Do you have what you need for sustenance? I have the goblet, and if we do come across any game, that'll help. Brigard, are you going to go speak to Lena? To Darlena? Uh, yes. Yeah, he will. Uh, he'll, he'll finish, once his meal's finished, he'll take the plate back to the bar, um, tell, uh, thank Amelia. Uh, <clears throat> Amelia, once I'm gone, I'm leaving my home unlocked. Russell knows this already, but if there's ever any need for a traveler to spend the night somewhere and they don't mind a little bit of wood shavings, my door is open any to any traveler. I don't guess all this ever hurt anybody, sweetie. Tell that to all the people who've gone up in flames. Yes, Rick is here too. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was just being smart ass. No, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm just playing myself. with you. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Just the classic Rick thing, just. All right. Well, uh, we may may, ne- may be needing need of it. I know that uh, Gab has started sending out word about uh, Russell's establishment and hopes to uh, bring any more tourism. So, excellent. Um, I'm going to need to come back before we head out tomorrow to take some food with us for the road. But uh, until then, I will see you later, Amelia. Thank you again for the delicious meal. Of course. And Brigard will saunter out the inn. All right. So you're setting off to find Darlena. Yes. And she is not difficult to find. Is is she pretty much just kind of patrols around? So like, all you got to do is wait a little while, and she'll walk past. <laughs> if you don't want to actively search. No, yeah, he'll he'll stand there a moment just enjoying the day. Full stomach, pleasant day, uh, pre-journey jitters maybe a little bit for his part, but uh, excitement too. But uh, so he'll he'll walk around a bit and uh, wave her down. Okay, so Rick, are you going with him? Or are you going to your own place? Where 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 are you? I am going around telling telling people that uh Rickard and I will be leaving. All those tearful goodbyes? I don't think they're very tearful. <laughs> um, he walks away and being, people go, oh my God, thank goodness he's going to leave. They're crying in joy, yes. Yeah. points collective blood pressure goes down several points. <laughs> <laughs> I so Rick is going around letting everybody know they can plan the celebration after y'all's departure. Uh, Russell might actually, you know, rent out the the place to him and let him party there. Who knows? But uh, yeah, uh, it it wouldn't be, but maybe five ten minutes before Lena would come by. Good morning, Darlena. Morning, Brigard. How was today's patrol? Uh, the same as yesterday's and the days before. <laughs> Doesn't change much. That's good. After everything we've all endured, a little bit of mundane day-to-day activity isn't a terrible thing. Uh, well, that is true. Typically, if things get too exciting, it means something went wrong. Who else patrols? It seems I only see you making the rounds day-to-day. Uh, well, I watched this into town. Uh, Zob kind of keeps to the outer circle of town. Mal keeps an eye on things down near the market. Really just whoever. It sounds like everything here is running as smooth as ever. Yeah, pretty much. Until the problem with the slavers, we didn't have a lot of issues. Um, Sobs warned everybody to be a little more, I guess, observant uh, since 
we're trying to get tourists into town, but uh, you never know how strangers are going to react. Never do, and I hope that these new travelers don't bring the same problems the other ones did. <clears throat> and uh, Brigger will uh, kind of just not he wasn't he wasn't like he's not upset, but his uh, his demeanor is going to change a bit. Rick and I head out on the road tomorrow or the wilderness tomorrow. You can try to find the rest of the missing girls. Yes. Uh, we spent the last week doing final preparations and tomorrow tomorrow's the day we set out. And I, I am curious, though, uh, Darlena, with everything running the way it is and uh, Russell staying behind to run his shop, <laughs> we're uh, a man short, so to speak. And would you have any desire to maybe get out of town, stretch your legs and find a little bit of excitement and adventure while we hunt down these terrible men? Well, I'm not sure that I can be a, a, you know, make up for you being a man short, but hell yeah. It it was a, a figure of speech. You would be a welcome companion in our journey and you being someone some of these girls may know it would help having a, a kind face maybe one they recognize if they're from Hill Point well I'd certainly recognize most of the girls that are still missing so uh, yeah if you think it'll help sign me up excellent um, what sort of uh, accommodations would you require do you do you possess a horse no, I don't possess a horse, uh, but it's kind of what you see is what you get. I, d I don't use weapons, so. Oh, that's right. You don't require much other, apart from food. You do eat, right? Are you? Yes, I, I, I eat. <laughs> well, I will make sure all of that is taken care of and any animals we find, we can forage and survive just fine. I just want to make sure... You were uh, perfectly accommodated on your part for this. Uh, yeah, uh, not the first time I've traveled around, so I'll be okay. When was the last time you set out traveling? Well, I uh, traveled a, a decent bit before I come to Hill Point. But it's been a while? You've been in town? Well, yeah, uh, we've, we've been here for a while now, but uh, like I guess you'd say that... Uh, after Karina went her own way, Travis and I traveled around for a while and before we decided where we would settle down. Uh, her, her mentioning Travis reminds Brigger that uh, he does want to check in on um, him and Iva. That's really the only people he's really keen on making sure he says farewell to. So, uh, and then like, yes, that, that'd be Travis. Yes, I need to see him before we leave if He's still in town. Have you heard from him? Uh, he's not in town, no. Um, but, I mean, you might find him on our way out. He's always out there somewhere. Of course, yes. Yeah, if, or he'd be out on his own sort of patrols with I, uh, Iva. I guess that's all for now. I don't know if you need to report to anyone about your departure I'll talk to Zav, get it sorted out. Excellent. I'm going to meet back up with Rick and go about town for a bit longer. But uh, thank you. You know, when and where should I meet you? First light at the stables work for you? That works. Excellent. And I'm very excited to travel with you. I've, I've not met many people who don't wield a weapon in this world. I'm curious to see how you take care of yourself. I'm stronger than I look. Oh, no doubt of that. I just, I just mean, I, even me with my strength, I rely on these weapons and my magics a lot. I'm curious to see you in action. Well, we'll see what we get into when we get out of here. Brigard will uh, bid her farewell and uh, link back up with Rick if he is nearby. I'm around somewhere indistinctly. Okay, Brigard spends the rest of the campaign finding you just Rick. you just you just have to follow the hair flips. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> follow the light breeze. 
hearing based perception check for a uh, uh, hair flip. There's one there's one large location over by the stables, but the rest of town there's just a, a dotted line of uh sounds and he will find Rick with his excellent tracking skills. Alright. So uh Brigard finds you, Rick, based on following the sounds of hair flip. Mm-hmm. Okay. You you done, Brigard? Yes, uh Darlena will be joining us for the uh journey i'm going to i gave her direction to meet us uh at first light at the stables all right well i don't suppose any of the other horses on offer have quite that speed but i can probably deal with that i will not charge ahead brick we will stay together we will but it'll still be good to move fast do any of us have haste I do. So yeah, you could haste. In fact, I have it at level two. Oh dang! Well, yeah, that's uh. So yeah, that's. We have ways of. Can you haste a horse? Yeah, yeah you can. You can okay. Anything. Can you haste a wrench? <laughs> but I could also just turn into a dire bat <laughs> and have a fly speed of eighty, because all my speeds are doubled. So we we got we got a monk riding a dire bat and a Native American riding a hell horse. This should be on the side of a van. so is there anything else in particular y'all need to do before uh we move on to the next day uh brigard brigard's good for the for the rest he's over the week you know if there was anyone very important he's he said farewell he's he's touched base with everyone he he's not he also doesn't want to like He's hopeful that he's not going to die out on this journey, so he's not uh, being too solemn, and people liked him before, so he's not too... uh... You know what? No, that's not true. Brigard will make one more pass across the market and apologize again for being an asshole last week. (laughs) 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 And uh, he'll he'll just... He'll he'll hope that their sales are great, and uh, he'll spread the words of their uh, terrific wares to everyone he comes across. All right. <laughs> Brigard's so cute. Like, he's just that adorable puppy dog. Darlita will be meeting you at the stables at first light. Uh, you and Rick might want to develop a plan of precisely where you intend to go. Because at this point, I'm not even sure y'all are leaving town in the same direction. That is a good point. My thoughts on what we were doing was going to the cove and then going to Valinor. Is Does that match up? Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, that's basically what I thought was going to happen, because I remember that being discussed. Well, yeah, originally y'all, all all three of y'all had talked about it some, but uh, y'all been planning this trip the whole time, and like, I I just wanted to make sure y'all were going to the same place. Yeah, we're all mounted up, like, so where are we going? (laughs) Right. (laughs) But no, yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, uh, Brigard's thinking was, yeah, we were going to go back down to the cove, because, uh, he wanted to go by the feral hog again on their way to uh, Valinor. That's going to be fun for you, Don, when Brigard and uh, Dick Horning get to have a conversation. Yeah, I regret saying the sentence as soon as I said it. <laughs> 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 I haven't had to do Dick in a while, so I uh, had forgotten that I'm also Dick. Uh, <laughs> 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 How's that for context? So yeah, uh, everyone stay tuned for Don talking to himself. But uh, we, will, we will start off at the stables in the morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically when you get there, you will find Lena waiting for you. She she tends to be an early riser, which is the reason, you know, she's out walking around while you're eating breakfast. What race is she again? She is an elf, has fairly pale skin, very dark hair. She is tall. She... Uh, Stands about uh, 5'11". Has very, very pale blue eyes. Almost clear. But they, you you can tell uh, that they, they are blue. Um, she's extremely... Like, you can look at her and tell she can punch the shit out of you. She's, she's extremely muscular. Uh, extremely toned. Uh, for an elf, mind you. You know. So, yeah. Uh, she kind of stands out in a crowd. You figure she this girl can probably bench press you if she wants to. 
Gotcha. That's not difficult with Rick. Because <laughs> he has no soul to weigh him down. I have a soul. I'm just being a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just a 19 year old that wasn't particularly tall or heavy. And there's not uh, however much pounds of waste in your intestines. Uh, that only accounts for like 10 pounds. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, walking up and seeing her there already, um, Brigard on the way up had grabbed uh, the rations from the inn. He's got them slung over his shoulders. Uh, good morning again, Darlena. Morning. So uh, what's the plan here? As uh, Brigard puts the bags over uh, the horse. The original plan was for three of us to ride down to the cove and then make our way to Valinor afterwards. I think that was the, still the plan. Is there anything you thought of, Rick? No, still the idea. Was there a specific business we had in the cove? I've got to pick up some info from Karina. It's in regards to our missing slaver friend. Okay. As well as uh, potentially one of these guys we're going to look at. I asked her if she could pick up some info. Very well. Uh, I'll be riding the horse. I do not know if two of us can ride on a horse. We won't need to. I don't know. Mechanically, I don't know. Okay. You can. It it has to do with carry weights and stuff. You can't fight two on a horse, I don't think, but... I'm pretty sure if there was a fight, she would hop off and just go, like, monk. (laughs) As far as keeping up, Mm -hmm. I'll take care of that. And uh, he will kind of, like, lean forward, put his arms on the ground, and he just starts to grow until he's a size large dire bat. Oh, well, that's that's a nice trick. Uh, Darlena, I'll give you the option. Do you want to ride the hell horse or the hell bat? I just hiss. <laughs> um, well, Brigard, I think I'd rather have it said that I was riding around on a horse than I was riding around on Rick. I don't mind riding Rick. <laughs> Go for it, babe. I just shrug and shake my head. I, I I don't believe I can talk in this form. I don't think you can either. I, had, I didn't look it up. I just assume I'm just really paying attention to your body language and it's all very Rick still. <laughs> 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 like that, that that half shrug just, just translates across anything in the <laughs> mammal family. <laughs> <laughs> I have shoulders still. <laughs> no, I know you do, but a, a bat shrug... Just it's just just it tickles me to think of Rick's body language in bat form. <laughs> <sighs> but before that, though, uh, Brigard will uh, not harming, but he's going to kind of like push against uh, Dire Rick, <laughs> just like like get a get a feel for like just. Same thing you he would do to a horse, you know, uh, <laughs> just go around, just like not size him up, but just like, OK, I, where do my hands go? Where do my feet go? Sort of thing. I, I would like to point out that at this point we have Rick. We have Rick Alacrim. We have mm-hmm. Dire Rick. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do my <laughs> hands go? <laughs> he doesn't want like I'm sure there's tufts of fur he could hold on mm-hmm. to. He doesn't want to hold on to the ears. He doesn't want to put his arms around the neck. I am incapable of experiencing pain. The fur will do. Okay, then he's going to pull out two daggers. Um, <laughs> well, I, I am not incapable of being hurt. Mind you. <laughs> Got it. So he's just like just thinking uh, logically of, you know, where logically when he's mounting a dire bat, that's his friend. Uh, he, he'll just he'll just clamber on and... Uh, <laughs> dig his knees, <laughs> dig his knees into Rick's back a little bit. <laughs> All right, so you climb up on Rick, but uh, it becomes pretty obvious this horse is not going to let Lena on. Oh, of course, the horse was given to me by a friend. I guess I, I should switch places with you, Darlena. I'm sorry. You, you're either going to have to ride with me or ride <laughs> Rick. She'll kind of shrug and be like, uh, "All right, just uh." Brigard, you're a really, really good guy. 
is sometimes the way you word things. Just be careful how you say it when you tell people that I mounted Rick, okay? Of course. I will work on that on the way down. (laughs) You do that, darling. So, yes, uh, Brigard will uh, uh, hop atop his horse that he hasn't named yet um, and just do a couple spit, just uh, just kind of just going around in circles a little bit, just getting uh, ready to go. All right. Uh, Lena will climb on top of Rick. Okay. Probably with a nice threat of how she will kick your ass if you dump her off. Just the entire time she's threatening him. I could kill you now. <laughs> I'll shrug again. <laughs> and she falls. I don't. Off. I don't. I don't. Jeez. I don't have the. Uh, I don't know that I have the emotive power to be like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so shrug. Like, I mean, like she's not being like real ugly or anything. It's just like you dump me off, you will pay. <laughs> I'm a nod to Brigard and take off. Uh, and I have a movement speed of 80 in this form. Oh, nice. And uh, Brigger will spur the horse and uh, charge south. All right. Uh, uh, and I'll mostly keep pace with uh, with wherever Brigger is. Like, I'll, I'll keep back enough. Just stay also staying high enough to uh, perceive a, a bit ahead. All right. Well, you have to stay high enough to get over the trees once y'all get out towards the forest, anyhow. Well, yeah, of course, that much. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I was thinking like like 50, 60 feet in the air. Pretty easy. So uh, the three of y'all set off, headed down to the cove. And we're going to take a break, let everybody grab a soda or whatnot, and let Don figure out what Brigard and Dick are going to say to each other. It's going to be fun. <laughs> let, let him let him practice up that accent he hadn't used in a while. Oh, I've used it. Just <laughs> at work by myself in the aisle, just. <laughs> so yeah, uh, refill your drinks so that uh, y'all can continue to say the wrong names. Awesome, <laughs> cool. Don is always dick horny. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Testers Podcast. My name is Don. I'm the voice of Brigord. I'm the GM in the Starfinder Homebrew Adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Allomancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting. And for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Brian, the voice of Russell Clark, and I swear I'm not that much of an ass in real life. I just play one in podcast. In real life, I run Action Forge, a tabletop RPG YouTube channel where we dive into all sorts of topics. If you want to learn more, head over there and check it out. Also, if you want updates on all my various projects and some awesome tabletop RPG memes, go ahead and check me out over at Twitter where I'm at Action Forge. They took to the stars and became stars. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to seeing that. A band that influenced entire galaxies. Sector 8, let's make some... Until their inevitable downfall. Fuck you, and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. Now, 20 years later, they find themselves unpleasantly reunited. James, what are you doing here? We're an entire motherfucking galaxy and you show up on this place. In a place where things are not what they expected. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning and uh, I kind of had Travis? I understand. Why the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? (laughs) (laughs) LCP D&D presents Odyssey, a musical actual play adventure set in space using the Savage World system. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on your favorite podcast platform or find us at lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad, scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those, too. Tune in to the podcast for the Untimely Dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app.
We'll see you there. If you'd like to become a patron, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash Eldritch Dream. We have a bunch of rewards for Dustress and Aeterna involved. You can also join us in the Hive, that's our Discord, linked in the episode description. You can also find links to our Tee Public, where we have tons of designs for various types of merch. Hit us up on Twitter or Discord. We love to hear from everyone and enjoy making new friends. And this is last call, so finish your drinks, and we'll see y'all next time.